Log One, everybody. Man, when I'm in New York, when I'm in Brooklyn, I'm like, Brooklyn! You know, when I was in the Bronx, I was like, Bronx, what? Bronx. When I was in Queens, I was like, Queens! You know, it's about Queens, Queens. When I'm in Manhattan, I'm just like, Brooklyn! <laughs> Yo, that one goes out to Big L from BK. Hello, everyone. What is going on? Welcome back to another show here in the Treehouse Lounge. You are with me, your buddy, good friend, the DJ, Mr. MC, selector, and general manager of the lounge. Sometimes I 10 bar. Sometimes I'll uh, fill in with the band, you know. I got a lot of stuff going on here when I'm not doing the show. A lot of people probably don't know that, but you know, I'm a busy guy, right? Aren't we all though? Aren't we all? Who do I think I am? (laughs) Okay, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about Eric Clapton, legendary shredder of the guitar, Eric Clapton. Guy can really lay it down. We've heard him before when we did our Cream episode, making the wah-wah pedal talk, but we're going to hear him again with another great classic song and also a PSA. But before the tune, let's get to the movie we watched, okay? It was 1974's The Conversation, directed by... One of my guys, one of my main guys, Francis Ford Coppola. I think this was like, he had already done The Godfather Part 1 because I was 72. But The Conversation uh, was starring Gene Hackman and a bunch of other, you know, stars from 1974. And it was great. It was really cool. I actually remember we watched this movie, this film, in a film class I took back in the day when I was in academia. I highly recommend it. It's really cool. It's it's slow. It's a product of the time, right? But uh, if you get to the end, you got twists and turns and it's gonna make you think one thing and then another and then you're gonna be wrong, whatever it is. So check it out. It's a great movie, The Conversation, because, you know, it's important. We should be, uh, we should be talking, uh, but maybe not, you know, eavesdropping and... That's all I'll say about that. Moving on. Eric Clapton. No, wait. Before that, before that, I got to mention something. We got to go back to the Phil Collins episode because there's new information has come to the surface. Courtesy of my friend and friend of the show, Jeff the Barber Beefcake. Not only did he let me know that the bone in Bone Thugs and Harmony is one of the guys. His name's Lazy Bone which I did know at some point, but just totally forgot about that. I think that's the guy that does the first part in the song. I could be wrong about that. But check this out. Phil Collins did a wrestling promo video, special spot, with legendary wrestler, The Ultimate Warrior, who stepped in the ring with Phil Collins and then basically just like beat the crap out of Phil Collins for the length of the whole song, which was Two Hearts. And man, as I was watching this video and listening to this song, that song is actually super cheesy. That song is made of cheese. That's the one that David Bowie was talking about. Just being like, oh my God, you know, (laughs) it's actually so bad. And 
That's why they're playing it, you know? That's why Phil Collins is singing that one while the Ultimate Warrior beats him up. Because it's basically, Phil Collins is like, yeah, okay, I'll do this spot because, you know, the Ultimate Warrior is, let's say, the world, and here's me, and everybody's hating on me because of this one song, which even I can admit is, you know, kind of cheesy because I, Phil Collins, you know, am a master of my craft and trade. Musical genius? Sure. Sure, I guess, with all those hits, right? Multiple multi-instrumentalist you know he had his acting get going knows you know his way around the tax system and everything smart guy so thank you jeff for that because that was that was the powers man that was the information okay eric clapton eric clapton e clap this is gonna be this might be a tough show all right so just stay with me let's talk about eric let's talk about this man born in surrey england in 1945 Okay, so he's like basically the first baby boomer. <laughs> his dad, his father, was from Montreal. And this Canadian soldier was over in England doing his thing. He met Eric's 16-year-old mom, knocked her up, and then took off. Had to go fight the war. Eric Clapton was raised to believe that his grandma and grandpa were his mom and dad and that his real mother was just his older sister. Turns out that this father survived the war and went back to Canada and apparently this guy was a real drifter, like had kids all over the place, did not know, never knew during his lifetime that he was the father of Eric Clapton. That guy died in like 1985, so that's pretty crazy. So that's how Eric was growing up, you know, in one of those situations, thinking that your sister's your, your mom's your sister. That, that's gotta mess you up, you know, that's gotta mess you up. This guy is a, is a three-time, has a three-time appearance in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which like I said, basically doesn't really impress me. But in this case, he did it with two bands and his solo career. Let's talk about this for a second. He got in uh, for the Yardbirds, who had that song, For Your Love, which my friend Elliot loves. That's a good song, For Your Love. But Eric left that band because he thought like that sound was kind of too poppy. He, he's a blues guy, right? And he got in with Cream and then he got in for the solo stuff. So check this out. Chubby Checker's beef of him not getting in the Hall of Fame is legit because the Yardbirds are in there, okay? They had that one song, For Your Love. And Chubby's like five songs about doing the twist aren't in there. So I'm just like, man, who else is in there, you know, before Chubby that he has the right to be mad about? Like Kid Rock, you know, I'm like is Kid Rock in there? I'm like, is Hammer? Is MC Hammer in the friggin' Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? <laughs> Probably is, okay? What up, MC Hammer? I saw you in Oakland one time, man. You're lighting the uh, torch of excellence at a Raiders game. I was in the black hole watching the Raiders lose to the Chargers again. What up, MC Hammer? Anyways, God, I hope Kid Rock is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but honestly, I bet you he is too. So Chubby, man, keep hanging on. You're going to get in there. But yeah, like you are dealing with some bullshit. Okay, the album we're talking about today is Slow Hand from 1977. We're going to be listening to a song about drug addiction, cocaine, cocaina, yayo, schnee, the white, blow, bump, sea, coke, dust, flake, line, 
Leaners, Johnson's, Nose Candy, Pearl, Rail, Snow, Sneeze, Sniff, Toot, Dice, Candy, Base, Bassa, Big Rush, Pearl, Baseball, okay, Cocaine. Like Rick James said, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Speaking from experience, all right. <laughs> yeah, man, in my youth, you know, in my youth, telling you though, man, I've seen the dark side, okay? I got friends who are addicted to this day. Cocaine's all fun and games, you know, when you're partying, but next thing you know, you might wake up and it's 20 years later and you're still using it every week. So this song's actually about not doing cocaine. Which is good. So, let's listen to the song. And then I'm going to hit you with some facts. Because we got to talk about Eric, man. We got to talk about Eric. This guy, he got cracked up on by like every drug. Booze, heroin, but especially this one. Cocaine.
Okay, so there it is. Your public service announcement. Be careful with your drugs, man. Don't get addicted because they will mess you up. That song was a cover written by a guy named J.J. Cole. Released like the year before, 1976. But then when Eric covered it, it became a huge hit. Eric once was so messed up on heroin that he passed out on stage and he like had to take a hiatus to go to rehab. He was in the Yardbirds. He was in Cream. He was in a band called Blind Faith with Steve Woodward. He was in a band called Derek and the Dominoes, which recorded the song Layla, which I wish I would like to play. Because, you know, it's nice to have... I'm only going to do one Eric Clapton show, so it'd be nice to have a song that he actually wrote to play or helped write instead of just a cover. But I don't have Layla on Wax. In 1974, he came out with an album called 451 Ocean Boulevard. On that record, he covered Bob Marley's I Shot the Sheriff, which contributed to a lot more people um, hearing Bob Marley's music. So that's pretty cool. So yeah, he was really messed up on drugs in the 70s, and then he gets clean and sober after finding Jesus, like a lot of people do. And then he did a lot of uh, charity shows, uh, you know, for to help people struggling with addiction. In 1991, his four or five-year-old son died after falling from a 53-story window of his mother's friend's apartment in New York City. Eric was good friends with George Harrison and George was married to a woman named Patty Boyd. I think they were married, but they were an item. They were like, pretty sure Patty was, you know, one of the ones that the Beatles didn't want in the studio because she was too distracting along with all the other like partners and hangers on. Basically, Eric stole Patty Boyd and then they didn't even last. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch for George Harrison, man. And when they were together, Eric, I didn't know this either, man. He used to beat her up. There's domestic violence involved there. Eric used to hit her. Jesus Christ. That's not the worst, okay? I have saved the worst for last. Um, and this is this is actually like kind of hard to read, but this is a direct quote in front of a huge crowd, so I got to give you what happened. In 1976, said this to a concert crowd in Birmingham. He said, referring to uh, conservative politicians Enoch Powell's views, and I think this guy Enoch Powell was like a the National Front, like the Nazis, the racists. They loved this Enoch Powell guy, real fucking dirtbag. <sighs> This is So this is what Eric said. I think Enoch's right. I think we should send them all back. Stop Britain from becoming a black colony. Get the foreigners out. Get the wogs out. Get the coons out. Keep Britain white. I used to be into dope. Now I'm into racism. It's much heavier, man. Jesus Christ. So... And that night, Clapton began his remarks by addressing the audience, the people that came to see him play. He said, Do we have any foreigners in this audience tonight? If so, please put up your hands. So where are you? Well, wherever you are, I think you should all just leave. 
Not just leave the hall, leave our country. I don't want you here in the room or in my country. Like, fuck, I feel sick after reading that. Like, that's... It's disgusting. Um, <laughs> dude, yeah, man. I, I, I have to mention this story, okay? And as I was thinking about it, as I was, you know, searching my soul for what does this mean to me? You know, we've talked about James Brown and we've talked about um, separating the art and the artist, but th- this is this is this is a lot. Like that's some of the most hateful uh, stuff I've ever heard. And in front of such a huge crowd, okay? As I was thinking about it, that was in 1976. It's like almost 50 years ago now. Murderers, life sentence, 30 years, right? So I was willing to give Eric the benefit of the doubt because who amongst us hadn't had, you know, said stupid shit that we wish we could have taken back when we were younger, when we were youngest and our dumbest? But this was like campaigning, you know? And Eric, like... Okay, get this. In 2004, he said in a magazine interview, as racists often do, he said, there's no way I could be a racist. It would make no sense. Hmm, yes, Eric, what a great argument. Cripes. Uh, Okay, and then, yeah, so this one messed me up, though. This This is just from 2020. Last year. Eric Clapton and other famed British musician Van Morrison of them collaborated on an anti-mask, anti-lockdown song, which, you know, I didn't even listen to because why would I fucking subject myself to any bullshit like that? Song was called Stand and Deliver. Apparently it's like Van Morrison's like, uh, if we shut down, like lockdowns are stupid because then we can't go to live music shows. And I'm just like, holy shit, you guys are like fucking 80 years old. Like, just shut the fuck up. You know, live music is going to die because of, you know, you know how people are going to die from killer viruses for fuck's sakes, man. Okay, that's it. That's, that's all I got today. Oh, I said J.J. Cole earlier. It's J.J. Kale that did the cover. Okay, parting thought. This is science. This is the truth. This is the juice. Everything, absolutely everything, is made up of itsy bitsy teeny tiny super small little particles. Remember in school when they're like, yeah, the atom is the smallest unit of the element, but atoms can be broken down into nucleuses and protons and neutrons and electrons. Well, we know now that all those particles can be broken down into even smaller particles. And those particles are probably likely able to be broken down even further into smaller particles. We don't even know what those are yet. But we know that because everything is made of something, and all these things have these little tinier things in them, everything is actually just floating around. <laughs> everything. Your feet aren't even touching the ground, man. Well, that's not true. When things come in contact with each other, we've learned that at the smallest levels particles are actually exchanged so ain't that some shit little tiny handshakes going on between the particles and the atoms and the molecules all the time 
Are you the sum of your parts? <laughs> are you the sum of your particles? Yes, you are. Well, that's going to be it. That's going to be it. I got to go uh, take a shower or something and wash myself clean of Eric Clapton. I hope we learned something here today. Drugs are bad. Racism is bad. Domestic abuse is bad. Violence is bad. Science is good. Laughter is good. Friendship is good. Music is good. You are good. What a great audience. Help each other out out there. Each one, teach one. Take something you learned today and maybe pass it on. I'll be back in 24 hours with more of the juice, all right? So don't worry about it too much. That's just the way it is. 24, baby. I will see you tomorrow. Peace. 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 Peace.